Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Talk to a guy who's covered plenty of uh, Razorback games in his uh, uh, journal- journalism career. Uh, Bob Holt, my old buddy Bob Holt. Good morning, Bob. Bob. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing? Man, I don't know if you're an early riser. I appreciate you getting up, Bob. What time is practice today? I think I need to double check. I, I think it starts a little before three, like oh. right about. Well, I'm not exactly sure when it starts. I think it's the open part. We can see we can go there about two fifty. So they're usually on the field uh, doing some stuff. But I, I'm guessing it's probably around you know two thirty something like so that. So no, what's crazy, Bob? So no two a days. They don't even do two a days anymore, right? Yeah, I think you know they they might have some days where they'll do like a walkthrough, and then yeah, um, they'd have a real practice. Easy, but, easy peasy. Yeah, it's just a lot different. Like back back when we both started, you know, doing this. I was thinking about this. I think that 1981 was your freshman year, right? Yeah, I missed I missed the three days in '80. Were you cut? Were you there? In, you you got there with me in '81, right? Yeah, that was my first year. Yeah, I I, I think I think I remember three days one year, but. Um, yeah, it's just a different deal because obviously, not that you guys, you know, weren't in good shape back in the '80s or the guys in the '70s, '60s, et cetera. But it, it's kind of like professional sports. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, it used to be training camp was, That's right. was really, yep. you know, meant to get guys in shape. Or spring training, baseball, and, and camp, and, and, and you know, college sports. But really, now these guys, you know, getting they're in great shape year round. And it used to be a big deal when the freshmen would report and they get you know, size for their helmets and all that. Well, now, heck, you know, we got freshmen coming in January. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It really so, is, yeah. It's, it's, it's a totally different animal. and You know, really, it, you'd be crazy to, you know, you're playing 12 games now, and if you're getting into, you know, championship games and bowl games and playoffs, you're playing 14 or 15. So, really, um, you know, you don't want to put it, you know, too much on these players. But yeah, these guys are obviously in excellent shape for the most part. It, it, it is just a different animal than it was, you know, 40, 50 years ago. I was telling uh, telling the guys that, you know, you guys get 20 minutes to see practice, and which is really – and so you do your best to come up with writing – you know, like I forget who it was. Somebody, Malik Hornsby is impressing everybody. He went four for four. You know, he completed four <laughs> passes, and you know, that's all you guys have to go on. So, you know, that's where the I guess hyperbole has to come off of a of a uh, you know a twenty minute session you get to see every day, right? Well, yeah, Tom Murphy or Beak, I just, you know, I kind of go out there and just sort of stumble around. But Tom's usually pretty good at at uh, you know honing in on things. But yeah, back like I say, back of the day. Um, we could go to every minute of practice. You know, a lot of times you'd have to do some other things. Maybe I'd come and watch the last hour. Sometimes I'd watch the whole thing. I'm trying to remember that was a long time ago. Right, but right. Yeah, that, that, that's a different world, too. And, and of course, we'd see different things. I can still remember when – I don't remember was one of the years I covered when Lou Holtz was the coach. And, you know, you guys ran some trick plays, and then we get gathered in our—I guess I called our scrum—and somebody asked me about the plays. But even I was young enough; I knew better to do that on camera. You know, right, asked right. about trick plays. He started trying to sort of, you know, just change the change the subject. We, you know, you knew not to write about trick plays, but you know, nowadays if some linemen got into it on a hot day started pushing and shoving, you know, people might act like it was some kind of huge incident. But, you, you know, from going to camps, whether it's NFL camps, college camps, you know, 
guys get into it sometimes. Or if a coach, you know, yells something at a player, you know, it used to not that big a deal. It happens. But nowadays, it probably would all get blown out of proportion. Um, just, just kind of a different world. But, yeah, it was fun to get to see everything. And I remember telling the guys coming off the practice field. I mean, we talked to guys coming off the practice field, walking back to the locker room, and you hang out and get guys in the locker room. we get guys in the training room. <laughs> I mean, it was wide open. It was great from our standpoint. Well, what have uh, what have you and uh, Tom seen just in the little bit that you've seen? Anything that sort of impressed you, whether how the guys look physically or anybody that's just stand, stood out to you in the the three twenty minute sessions uh, that you've seen, you and Tom have seen. Well, um, and I say it is very limited, and I you know I didn't I've seen but I didn't see him at all in the spring because I was in, doing basketball. You know, I was on the road for right. like a month between Tampa and Buffalo and San Francisco. And I think when I came back, I missed the last couple practices because I was helping out baseball. But, um, you know, Malik Hornsby's arm, you know, I think Sam Pittman said the other day that he had improved as a passer. And just, you know, the limited times we've seen him, he, he has, to me, shown a good, accurate arm, especially on some deep ball. Yeah, he can zip it. He but can that, zip it, yep. Yeah, that, that's something that stood out to me. And, of course, Jane Hazel was the new – Newcomer from uh, Oklahoma, not a newcomer to college football. He played two years at OU, and last year I think he caught 39 passes for six touchdowns. And But he's made some nice catches. And I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be Traylon Burks. Right. Nobody's Traylon Burks except Traylon Burks. But, uh, you know, he looks like he was a good pickup, as everybody, you know, suspected he, he would do a good job here. You know, he, he's been impressive. It's just kind of hard to tell defensively because they can't hit yet. Of course, right. you don't want to be, you know, Knocking your teammates, you know, too hard. But I, I guess the first thing, maybe just because I hadn't seen a practice in a while, I was impressed just by how, you know, well everybody was moving around. Like, yep. You know, they didn't look like, you know, they looked like they picked up where they left off. And and uh, of course, you know, they, they do the. I'm not going to sure what they call it, but fast you know, break. They're, they're getting, you know, yeah, two, well, they had, fast ball or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah two, two, two groups on on the field at the same time, so then plenty of film on everybody, and everybody gets lots of reps. I mean, I think that that's a smart thing. But I guess just in the very, you know, if he, a little bit of work with me, we'll see Hornsby's arm is what has impressed me, price stuck to me the most. The other thing, uh, Bob, J.M., are you there? Just make sure to see if the, uh, the, ta- the talent app's working. I think so. Yeah, a little, a little, e- little echo, but we can hear you. Yeah, uh, good morning, buddy. Um, we're here with Bob Holt. If you just joined the show from the Democrat Gazette, Bob, one of the other things that Sam Pittman talked about, he said, "Man, we look like an SEC team." So you know, you, obviously, his third year, you've recruited more. The guys up front that were with Chad Morris have that were skinny and thin. You know, back in the you know the years with yeah. Chad Morris, have beefed up. Do you uh, agree with that sentiment that it looks more like an SEC team as well? Yeah, and you think about these linemen, offensive linemen in particular, you know, there was Brett Bielema and, of course, you know, and Sam is the line coach for, for part of that time Brett was here, I guess the first three of the five years, and they want big, beefy, you know, ground-and-pound guys, and Chad Morris comes in, and he wants to send these guys up because they're going to go no huddle and right. and uh, all this stuff. Well, that never really got implemented very didn't well. It worked out too well, no. Uh, and then, and then they're gone, and then Sam comes back. They got to beef up again. So of course, not everybody wasn't you know playing for all three of those coaches, but, but some guys did. A guy like Dalton Wagner, for instance. Yeah, about know? that. How crazy is that? Dalton Wagner has all three, from Bielema to Chad Morris to, to Sam Pittman. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, things are better now, obviously. But, um, yes, yeah, so I, 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 I wrote about Trey Knox today. And, of course, Trey made the transition. He got moved to tight end last year after the season started. And he said, I think he was 215 last year when the season started. He said he was 227 when the season ended. Now he's up to 245. So that's good. I thought he did a good job at tight end last year, but obviously he was learning on the run and, and the weight really wasn't what you want for an SEC tight end. Now it is. But, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, everybody, the coaches and players always rave about Jamil you know, Walker, the strength conditioning coach, who was the guy Sam brought from Georgia, and who I think they've had to send off some other teams probably in the SEC to keep him. And, um, you know, Dow Loggins, we talked to Dow uh, yesterday, and of course, you know, Dow play here, you know, snapper right. primarily. And um but Dal always a sharp guy, he knew he was gonna be a coach and he's had vast NFL experience, you know, coordinator for four different teams and basically been an NFL guy for like seventeen, eighteen years and I got in the college game here back here with Sam and uh you know Dow mentioned that he always heard about, you know, as an NFL guy you always hear about how important strength conditioning coaches to a college a program but he really sees it with Jamil, you know, and and how they help transform these guys the right way. So that's really important. And if you look at um, what string conditioning coaches are making, some of them are making like coordinator. Oh, yeah, they're making you know, almost a million bucks, seven fifty, five hundred 500 to seven fifty. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much yeah, money. So, yeah. But I think that, that shows what how important. the sure. with the head coach. And I'm like, well, hey, but whether it's coordinators, you know, position guys, whatever, head coaches obviously are making money that I'm sure they never imagined they'd make. And so I say, hey, it's a marketable barrack, you know, more power to them, you know. Well, Bob, listen, thanks for jumping on with us, buddy. I know you've got a full day ahead. Just thought since Wally wasn't here that you could uh, you could replace Wally for one segment. We appreciate you and enjoy. I look forward to look forward to seeing you during the season this year, buddy. Okay, sounds good. Take thanks. Care. That's the uh, one and only Bob Holt. 